Welcome to the podcast. We talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac. And this is Megan. And on today's episode that's been uh, anticipated on uh, is about cryptids again. Yes. This is cryptids 2. We're going to talk about less known cryptids. And when everyone always keeps talking about, you know, like Loch Ness and Bigfoot and Jersey Devil and... So, really quick before I like we dive in, I kind of want to say like what a cryptid is because there's some people that don't know. Like before I got into the paranormal, I really didn't know the name cryptid. Like I knew I knew like that group, like what, you know, like Bigfoot and the Yeti and all that stuff, but I didn't know like what to call them. But so a cryptid is basically any animal that there's really no like evidential proof, you know? So like Bigfoot, like it, there's stories around like seeing this this thing and stuff, but there's no actual scientific proof. Get what I'm saying? Get what I'm saying? Well, that's what cryptozoology was created in the first place mm-hmm. to study animals like these that might be. Uh, oh my gosh! I'm over here drinking Mr. Pep, and I'm not even Mr. Pep. He's a doctor. Oh yeah, that's true. Sorry, <laughs> Mr. Pep. That's Mr. Pib. Oh, yeah. He hasn't earned his doctorate yet. What? <laughs> <laughs> you heard that joke? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like no. Mr. Pibb fell out of uh, college. That's why they call him Mr. Pibb, and that's why doctor is Dr. Pepper. Oh, my gosh. Because he has his doctorate in soda. No? All right. No, I kind of like Mr. Pibb, though. Ah, I get out of here. Uh, it's better than Mr. Thunder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is the Walmart brand. I'm a Dr. Pepper, too. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. That cryptozoology was created in the first place because of you know ancient creatures, whether they be then they were real mm-hmm. or they're hybrids of you know some mad experiment somewhere, right? Yeah. But before we get into our lesser known cryptids and some of the people, if you're into cryptids, you probably know who these these creatures are. Um, a haunted update because we went investigating. We went investigating the web. Uh, Library. In me, no, not Maysville, but Megan. Moorhead. Moorhead. Yeah. Moorhead, North Carolina. North Carolina. Um, yeah. And I would say that's, that was an experience. I mean, that, like we were full fledged investigating too. It yeah. wasn't just like, like checking some stuff out. It was like full fledged, like lights out. It was like the first like, like indoor investigation we've done. Yeah. It was like we've been outside the last three times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like the first time, like in, in in a place, and like the the library is like super, um, it's super old down there. Anyways, like a lot of these towns on like the eastern part of North Carolina are like super old to begin with. They got a lot of history, um, and sometimes their history is dark. And this one, I think, used to be a hospital, right? I think so. I don't know. I don't know. Brand's gonna be mad. Like, I told you this stuff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just know it's it's an old building. It's been a long time. Yeah. And it was dedicated to the webs. Um, there was a, yeah, it was a doctor's office because the the yeah, doctor. Yeah, the doctor. Yeah, I think it was a. It. it I'm pretty sure it was. Not now a hospital. Me, a doctor's office. A doctor's office. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Doctor's office. Um, but, whoo, there was some crazy stuff. Like I know one of the first things we did when we went in there is besides just look around. Um, Mike had me go to had us go room to room and just see what we feel right mm-hmm. uh my right hand charged a few times which means some dark entity was there um i was basically 
told not to fire my cannon yeah. until we figure out like if this dark entity is worth saving or worth getting rid of. But I'll go into that later on, um, or after we get to a certain point. But yeah, we went room to room, um, trying to figure out like if what's here. You got some feelings about what who 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 was mm-hmm. there and stuff like well, that. Well, I had visions before before we actually went there. Um, I had a vision of me sitting in. It was like my mind kind of combined to combined, not combined, sorry, combined <laughs> two rooms that were in there. But essentially, it was like it was trying to show me too much at once and kind of like melded the stuff together. But one of the rooms um, basically was the children's room. And I was reading a story to something. And uh, when we got the feel of the room, like, you know, we went around on the tour, kind of checking everything out, get, getting the feels and stuff. I was immediately drawn to the children's room. And um, there was a couple of different times where, like, groups would kind of go off in different areas. And me, Haley, that's on the team, and then Isaac, we went into the kids' room. And I was like, I, I have to go in this room. And I found the spot that I was sitting in the vision. And so I sat down, and the rocking chair next to me was kind of moving, kind of this little like little kid rocking chair and i was like okay some context yes before we went to the room uh-huh this is after we got there we mm-hmm. did a little a bit little small from the room we put some cameras around and we left and went outside and oh, we yeah, went back yeah. in uh which that evidence mind mm-hmm. you will be posted onto no core paranormals instagram and other social medias if you want to see that evidence that they caught that uh brandon and his brother aaron are going over uh, as you speak, yeah, and uh, hopefully they'll post it sometime soon. So look, look for that stuff that Cox. Apparently, it's really good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we came back in. I was standing my right arm. I guess the, the hallway is like one big long corridor, and the the kids' room, the one that you we went into, mm-hmm. was to my right, mm-hmm. and I felt somebody grab my left forearm, mm-hmm. like enough for me to feel it. And I was like, what the heck? And I kept getting pulled into the kids' room. And I told you, hey, I, I was telling you, hey, do you feel anything in here? Did you sense anybody? Mm-hmm. And that's when you started walking in there. Yeah. yeah. So I walked in there. I didn't have a flash. Like, I myself didn't have a flashlight. I was just kind of going. And, like, that's when I remembered the vision and remembered everything. And I was like, okay, I need to sit here, you know, once the light was kind of, like, shown. And so I sat down and we started hearing a tapping. Just mm-hmm. like a type tapping. And so Haley, the person that was one of the investigators that was with us, followed the tapping. And then Isaac was, you know, kind of feeling around. And I was like, should I read a book? Like, that's well, what I was. Where the tapping was coming from? Wait, wait, wait. And I asked Haley, should I read the book? And she, that's when she looked up and she was literally in front of a sign that said, read aloud. Yep. And so I said, okay. You know, like, I hear you, I'll read you a book, come sit next to me. And, like, as I was sitting there, like, I could feel, it felt like the little kid rocking chair next to me was kind of, like, moving a little bit on its own. Like, it was slowly approaching me. And so, me and Haley were basically, like, you know, pick out a book, tap a book, knock a book down, something, let us know which book. And so... I had Ghost 2 on, mind you. Yeah. And the only word that came through was cursed. Yeah. And we were and like, so, I'd look for books with anything with cursed in it. But you said that book there, I go, which one? And you picked one that was called Clink. Clink. Yeah. yeah. What about a robot? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so 
it was insane because as I'm reading this, it's basically about this robot and this is like a kid robot, right? And he's at this shop and he can't do anything right, kind of. And he's, you know, unique and nobody kind of picks him to take him home. And then this kid, you know, ends up like midway through falling in love with the little robot thing and like wanting to take him home and then he finds a home well midway through the story i looked to Haley and i was like Haley, this is like kind of like when you think about it like their situation and she was like oh yeah so i'm getting close towards the end of the book you know i don't know that he finds a home but that's what it's sounding like in the book and so we get to like the, the second to last page and Angel pops up on the spirit box. Ghost tube. Ghost tube, yeah. yeah. And I turn the last page and it's like, and he finds his home. And then it was like dead silent in the room. Like it just, it was dead silent. And I was like, oh my gosh, Haley, like, did he cross? Like, did he cross? And like the, I mean, I could just, that's, we both like confirmed like yeah that's what happened but it was like insane because i've never felt a feeling like that like i don't know i don't know how to describe it it's like you help somebody but like to the greatest extent but i thought that was crazy and unison so i will never forget that book like if i could go back and purchase that book from the library i would read it to kill you yeah. No, I would probably just get like it's a nice book to begin with if anybody hasn't it, I don't know if anybody ever watched uh Roly Polioli on like Playhouse Disney when they were a kid. I uh, but I was too old for that. Yeah, you're seven years apart from me, so <laughs> <laughs> no, but um like Roly Polioli, that's what the robot looked like in a book and it was very childlike and very like I don't know, it was, it was a bunch of connections there and um, well, the spirits that dwell the Webb uh, Memorial Library, mm-hmm. um, there's kids in the kids' area. We don't mm-hmm. know how many kids. There's kids. Um, a doctor, an older doctor, he's kind of stern. Mrs. Mm-hmm. Webb, right, and Mr. Webb uh, are are there, along with their son, I believe. They get, they get anything handing around the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the dark entities that I felt. Mm-hmm. Um, they seem to be a-holes. And I remember our, our initial visit, we were trying to go there. I pulled one of them off the plane, which pissed off the other two. Because mm-hmm. apparently there was three of them. And some of the spot places in the, in the, uh, the, the library, because it's three, it's two floors, but it has a basement. And the basement's old. Granted, mm-hmm. this whole building's old. Mm-hmm. But, um, Brandon and Mike took me down to the basement to check it out. I found something. Kind of gave it a warning. Um, but what's strange is when I touched the wood of the initial building, I could feel the dark energy. Mm-hmm. But when I touched the stone wall in the, the basement, not the same. It's almost like there are two separate entities, two separate buildings, mm-hmm. not connected. Usually wood is connected to stone, the earth that it stands on, but not this. This is different. But the main place, um, was, uh, the kitchen upstairs. Mm-hmm. That apparently, if I sat in a certain chair, I pissed off one of them. Mm-hmm. So I sat in that chair. With me, Mike, and Brandon were there. I don't, I don't remember what you were doing at the time. Um, that was when we were downstairs, and there's some like crazy stuff that happened to us while you were down, while you were upstairs. Because me and Isaac actually separated a little bit. 
we were in different groups. I don't know. Do you have more to say to that story? No. Yeah. Anyway, so me up in the, in the kitchen, I had my hand on the table. And for some reason, my hand on the table was almost like magnetically stuck to it. I mean, I could pull it off, but it, it was a little with effort. It wasn't like so easy. Like my hand was like, like, like I would like magnetized to mm-hmm. the table. My right hand, mind you. And apparently the mirror that's in there is warped, mm. which means it's cursed. Because mm. um, oh, if you put your finger okay. to it and your finger is off, like it's like not centered, like direct reflection of your hand, mm-hmm. that means it's cursed, Yeah, which is mirror does. Um, every time I looked into it, I kept seeing like there's someone behind me over my shoulder, like some dark entity standing behind me, right? I, the more I stared into it. Um Lo and behold, pushing, you know, not to go uh, drag this out, but, uh, the spirit box kept, spirit box, the ghost tube we kept using, kept saying words like Maryland, which apparently that's where the mirror is from, Baltimore. Mm. Um, kept asking, who am I? How old are you? Right? Different things like that. Um, we kept asking, are you a good spirit? And the kid said, I'm lost. We can help you find your way. It just kept going around in circles, mm-hmm. right? Never getting us a direct answer. Mm-hmm. Um, then it started getting, aggravated right telling us to shut up or be quiet or get out right to which not me but brandon and mike were both like we're not leaving you know you're not gonna tell us to leave and then it said neil Ooh. right and it's crazy because literally moments before they went in there because when we were doing the tour mike had told me and isaac hey don't go in here by yourself that literally you know there's been people that the stuff has like levitated, right? So don't go in there by yourself. Well, me and someone else, um, we're going up the stairs and we got kind of drawn that way. And then I remember Mike saying, Hey, it was just me and her. So literally <laughs> we were the only two there. And, um, you know, they're making. But yeah, so we originally went in there, but uh, I immediately remembered what Mike said. And so I was like, hey, we might want to get out. So we got out and literally within seconds, just enough for us to walk down the hall and sit, you guys went in. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, because um, what, what did we do downstairs first? No, we went into one of the, the, the far corridors on the area of the library. Um, I think it's where you smelled death. Oh, you yeah. smelled something that was dead. So, uh, for those of you guys that don't, like, live on, like, near, like, uh, other people out there will understand when I say, like, swamp gas, mm-hmm. right? The smell of it, like the ocean sometimes like anyways and it's right it's close to the ocean so there is i think i forgot how they explain like brandon and them explained the smell but it was basically it smells like swamp gas or kind of like mixed with like a nursing home if that makes any sense i don't know if anybody's been in a nursing home and gotten like that specific smell it kind of smells like soup a little bit mixed with i don't know it's weird it's a weird smell anyways so that's what it kind of reminded me of. And then we got into this one room and I was like, guys, like it, the smell changed. Like it smells like a rotting body. Like it's straight, like 
there like i've been past like dead cats or whatever before like you know that got ran over and you're walking or whatever i know that sounds weird that now that i say it, it sounds weird but like where have you walked that you see a bunch of dead cats but um no yeah, but i've seen but I, no, but I, <laughs> I passed like a cat that got ran over and I was walking and, you know, I had to pass it before. So, I mean, I know what a dead thing smells like and it smelled like a dead body. Like, and I was like, does anybody else smell that? And it got so bad we had to leave the room. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I think we went from there to upstairs because I found it. Yeah. Or I was being pulled to the direction of where it is. I kept seeing it's upstairs, guys. So he said, let's go to the kitchen. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I sit in the kitchen. Uh, previously, I told you, and they said, kneel. Right. Mm-hmm. And the only entity out there that tells people to kneel are demons. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's say it was a demon or even a high level one. But, oh, excuse me, those a holes are the ones that would say it. Right. Because they want you to. And that's when I said, well, there's no more playing around with this. I'm, I'm taking it. And like, yeah. And I said, well, you, or I think Brandon said, you had your chance. And like, we're going to take you off the plane. To which we went downstairs, um, underneath, because on the first floor in the center of the, the, uh, library is a portal upstairs. Mm-hmm. And you can feel this portal. You get dis- disoriented standing in, in it. Like, it really gives you like vertigo. Mm-hmm. So we went downstairs underneath it, essentially, to which I pulled from the building. Wasn't that hard? Um, did create a sense of lightness in the in the uh, the building, like you felt different, like it, it felt more peaceful. You weren't anxiety. Uh, I think I went over to you and I found uh, you uh, sitting on the floor, right? Mm-hmm. And I see you reading a book or something. You're talking. I was asking what you're doing. No, me and Megan got the urge to like, we were super, we got super drained, like super drained, like to the point me and her almost passed out in the kids room, like sleeping. Like we both were saying, oh, let's sit over here because this is where the kids. Can you came. tell me you guys are talking about farts? Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, we, but no, no. Well, yeah, we were. I mean, we were talking about, cause we were both laying on our stomach and she's like, I got a fart. And she farted, and I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that, because I feel like it shattered the windows. <laughs> like, so. But yeah, I remember that, that conversation lasted maybe two minutes before Brandon yelled for me, yeah. which I was like, hey, guys, get over here. I'm like, oh, shit, what are we doing? He says, we got to go in the basement. I'm like, why? It's like, it, there's something down there. I'm like, all right. And we went down there. I felt something tangible, but I couldn't find where it was. Uh-huh. And the ghost tube kept saying stuff like, get out of here, leave, or something like that. So I was like, I try to find a spot on the ground where I can kneel and pull, and I touched the, the I touched the ground, mm-hmm. the stone. Mind you, this place is old and has a natural spring underneath the underneath the building. Mm-hmm. When I touched the stone and I pulled from that concrete stone earth, right, it was harder, it was thicker, it was more intense. It rem- it reminded me of, of something darker and it almost felt like sand. How I say the entity is smoking sand. And this was hard. And mind you, while that was going on, Mike and Brandon both had a hand on me and they were reciting the Lord's Prayer. And the ghost too kept telling them to be quiet. Mm-hmm. Right? They'd be telling them to shut up. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah, I wasn't there to witness this. No. I was which uh, separate section. Uh, which Brandon basically said, we're, uh, Mike said, we're not going to be quiet and like that. And they got louder. 
and I just basically pulled and whatever I pulled was, it was, it was, uh, it was tough to get out, but I, I got rid of it altogether. Right. On the ceiling in the basement. Right. Mind you, this basement, if you're over six foot two, you'd be hitting your head on the ceiling. Right. There were handprints. Like someone was trying to claw their way out of there. As if I was pulling them down and they were being, they would basically drag their hands against the ceiling. None of us touched the ceiling. None of us really wanted to. And there was handprints. And majority of our fingers couldn't fit the space to fill the handprints. So, yeah. I uh, wish we took a picture. I don't know if we did or not. Um, but the atmosphere of the whole building changed after that. Right? Um, the kids' spirits seemed happy. Um, I even went near the portal and I felt joy. Um, like I was, I was about to cry from it. It was like happy. Uh, the atmosphere changed when I took those things away. Whether it was a demon or not, I don't know. Or just saying it was to cause intimidation. You know what I mean? Um, but I think it was just dark entities that were trying to bow themselves up because it wasn't anything tough. I mean, it just caused strain, but nothing I haven't handled before. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say that place is definitely haunted. And according to the information or the doc, the evidence that we caught, it's, it's going to be pretty cool. It was also awesome. I guess it was also neat, uh, about the, the web, uh, memorial library is that our team, um, is actually like the, let's say like the house band, right? We're the house investigators. Other investigation teams, you guys want to come by, investigate it. We're more than happy, more than welcome to, you know, say this place, check out this place, check out that spot. You might want to, you might want to aim your camera there. We're more than happy, happy to help you guys. But, um, we're kind of like the designated investigators of the building. And what's also cool, if anyone's listening in the North Carolina area and wants to come tour this place, uh, we actually have been chosen to also, uh, head up to ghost tours, right? I think Brandon is the one's going to be in charge of it. And of course, he's going to have us investigators there as well. Uh, so look forward to that, guys. It's going to be pretty sweet. But to carry on with today's episode, uh, first things first, these cryptids we're going to talk about are not on the top of the list, like I said in the beginning of the episode. Um, some of them you might have heard of. Some of you are like, what? I mean, granted, me, myself. I mean, we're not too big on cryptids, but it is something that a lot of our fan base is into. So that's why we uh, bring it up every now and then. Yes. So, yeah. uh, so you want to talk about my favorite one? This is my favorite one. And yes. it's weird. I don't know why it's my favorite. It has to do um, actually from Scandinavian folklore. And it's called... Which everyone, I know everybody has heard kind of like this saying is, you know, when they say, release the Kraken. <laughs> so it's the Kraken and the Kraken is technically a cryptid. Um, it's basically a gigantic squid-like octopus. Um, if Everyone's guys, seen Pirate of the Caribbean. Yeah. What are talking about? Yeah. Davy Jones' <laughs> pet. Um, yeah. So, um... And some descriptions actually have it as having spikes at the end of its suckers, which is a part like, of the... Like in Pirates Caribbean. Yes. Yeah. Um, early depictions actually described it more as being crab-like versus more like an octopus. 
Um, but the characteristics on how it acts was described as like more whale like than octopus. So that was interesting. It was weird. Hmm. Memory from my childhood. I just got a flashback from. Mm-hmm. There was a movie that came out maybe late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah, I'll say late nineties. I think it was called Big or Giant, one of those two things, um, about a giant octopus or a giant squid, right? Mm-hmm. That was like the size of like a uh, oil tanker, mm-hmm. and it was like terrorizing this small like coastal town that had a lighthouse or something. Mm-hmm. I remember it was like a made-for-TV movie my mom recorded, yeah. <laughs> right? I just remember like I remember the scene that freaking like didn't scare me when I was a kid. But I was like, <gasps> like when I saw it, it was like this giant squid thing that was like on the coastline. It was like it was like making a roaring sound. You see its tentacles coming out and stuff. It had like a ship Jeez. in its hand or its tentacles. I was like, oh Jeez. my god! But yeah, Can you imagine their but, eyes freak me out. There are giant squids, but not that big. Yeah, because yeah. it's they say in length it's forty to fifty feet long. But again, like I know we've talked about it on the Terrors of the Deep yeah. episode, like the ocean isn't fully discovered, obviously, not even a big portion of it. So, I mean, could there be something like this? It makes sense. Um, So basically, where it kind of, and this kind of started from sailors talking about it, and it's like an old, it's an old story. Um, But it's basically seen off the coast of Norway and Greenland. What? The Kraken. There could be Viking tales about it, though. Yeah, Maybe. there is. Oh, I didn't know. And yeah, it's also talked about in Norse stuff. Hmm. Scandinavian folklore. Which, that would be an interesting topic for an episode. Scandinavian eh. folklore. They got some interesting stuff. I know they do, but I like... Myths and legends. And we don't know, know too much about it. Yeah, but that doesn't mean we can't research. Yeah. Because we're not going to... Oh, yeah, that's going to be interesting. We need to do one of those. Yeah. Our episode on that, because some of my favorite, like, glories and legends come from Native American folklore. Like the cryptid we talked about in the last cryptid one, the Wendigo. And skinwalkers. So if you're asking, where is that one? Go back to cryptids one. Yeah. We talked <laughs> yeah, about that. And them, all the big name ones you yeah, can think Mothman, about. Yeah, Mothman, Bigfoot. Kind of even touched on the Yeti, Jersey Devil. Those, so the big ones. You need to go back and listen to my, my theory on Bigfoot and what I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Who's next on that list of not so well known? Well, the Kraken everybody kind of knows from, you know. Uh, I thought this one was kind of interesting. There's a, there was one called the Ogopogo. Ogopogo? Ogopogo. I think I'm pronouncing that right. It's, it sounds like um, a, a bad pogo. Uh, British Columbia. It's basically to me when I saw pictures of it, it looks like like almost like a water dragon, but it's technically a water serpent, and it's in Lake Okanagan. 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 Oh, I, think I, I don't know if that's the same thing to me and um, what's his face from uh, Monsters Legends podcast? Mm-hmm. What we talked about? Really? Like the like the I think it, I think it, yeah t- Tanner. Uh, I think that's what we talked about in his this episode. Well. Try to, but we didn't know anything about it, so we ended up talking about an hour about paranormal stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, it was like the the like like Michigan or like I forget what state it was, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Virginia is like Loch Ness, mm. right? And there was a, uh, the, uh, Captain Crumb, I think it was, who saw it. 
Ars, you hit me boots, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think that's what we were talking about. Or at least it was rela- related to that legend. Yeah. Yeah. But the um. What about you? You had Dogman, like you wanted to talk about. Yes, because I heard this legend. Um, we call it. I forgot what I was listening to. Mm-hmm. Um, that brought me to this legend. I don't want to say it was like a podcast. Might have been. Um, uh, or some others. No, 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 that's right. Uh, another podcast I, I check out a lot, paranormal wise, called the the Belief Hole. Oh yeah, they're really good. Yeah, if you guys ever end up checking my check your stuff out, Ugh. they briefly talked on it, mm-hmm. but I heard it and I was like, "Ooh, what is this?" Uh, it's based on the Michigan Dog Man, right? Mm-hmm. It essentially is a, uh, a human man with a dog head, Ew. not like a werewolf, right? Mm-hmm. Which I thought, like, wouldn't it be a werewolf? Instead of the pictations of it, uh, it kind of looks like a werewolf, right? A man that's basically like almost like a dog man. And there's other legends that. Say a shapeshifter from switch to a man to a dog, kind of like uh, Sirius Black in uh, Harry Potter. Mm. How he switched from man to dog, he technically was a dog man, right? Yeah. Those kind of legends like that. But no, uh, in Michigan folklore, the Michigan dog man was allegedly witnessed in 1887 in Wexford County. Gosh, one thing that I'm noticing is these cryptids that you know are from freaking long ago. Oh well, yeah, I mean. He's been picked, you know, interesting. Picked it for a long time now. Uh, the creature described for it as a seven foot tall, blue eyed, amber eyed, blue eyed or amber eyed, bipedal canine like animal with a torso of a man and fearsome howl that sounds like human screams. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Which I think is where the werewolf legend comes from. But um, the relation to the dog man is called, uh, call this. Sirenola puppy? Cry, Crynolaca Felibi? Yeah, I'm gonna try to figure that word out. Um, the dog man essentially is having the head of a dog or a jackal, uh, with a man, the human body, or a man's body. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a mythical phenomenon existing in many different forms and contexts, literally meaning, uh, dog head, or dog headed man. However, it refers to a human body and a dog head is implied. Which I don't know what the hell that means. Such crinolacophics. Oh, someone, someone in, in, in crypt is going to freaking rail me for this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but not to be confused with werewolves, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which they think Anubis, the ancient uh, uh, Egyptian god Anubis, was essentially a dog man, right? Because he had the head of a dog and the body of a man, mm. right? So that's kind of where that legend, I think, started around. Um, but yeah, when I heard that, I was like, that's, that's, uh, pretty interesting. Plus the legends and stories have been told around him, different witness stories and stuff like that. Which I always chucked out to being a werewolf. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. With werewolves are going to be one of the stories on its own. So I don't want to dip too much into it. Yeah. <laughs> what else you got in our list of not so well known cryptids? So... Okay, so next we have Owlman, which I thought was like interesting. Is, um, is that you know Owlman is the um, evil version of Batman? 
Really? In the comic book Crisis on Two Earths. Oh, Batman, Owlman. Oh my gosh. They're both creatures of the night. Okay, that's interesting. Anyways, (laughs) so basically this myth is coming from Cornwall, Britain. Um, apparently they do have quite a few sightings and it's kind of like up for interpretation. Like someone thinks there's like, they're blaming on this like bigger, uh, owl, owl species that they have there. And it's kind of given like the illusion of it being like a half owl, half man, because they're so big. Um, but basically this hybrid creature is half human and has the owl anatomy. Um, Owl Man's size is said to be the same as a regular person, and they could see him flying, and that's what people have ruled out, that he's a person in a costume. Essentially, it's like how America has a Mothman. It's like their version of it. Um, He has claws on his feet and are usually large and black in color. His feathers are generally described as light gray or white. Um, There has been many witnesses in the Malnan woods that have uh, found seen supposedly seen him and in the cemetery of mall Ma- sorry guys Malnan old church in cornwall britain um i wish i thought this was strange he mostly appears to young girls and a lot of people think there is something demonic about him which i thought that was interesting um but some researchers think that it's basically a hoax just to kind of like have a story similar to Mothman um, over there. So, yeah. Weird. Now, a piece of Native American lore. But I getting, I'm getting, I'm more becoming more knowledgeable about Native American stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'll explain later on. Um, but one legend is also a cryptozoology thing. Right, mm-hmm. a cryptid, and, and I didn't know it was a cryptid. I just thought it was like a myth amongst Native Americans. Is a thunderbird, right? Mm-hmm. Giant bird that it was bigger than the condor. The condors are huge, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in Native tribes across North America, especially along the Pacific Coast in the Great Lakes area, um, the tribes that talk about a thunderbird are Algonquin, which essentially is a crow tongue that spoke, spoke the same language. Which is the tribes around here. Um, yeah, around the Great Lakes area. has stories depicting enormous birds of prey. Some stories told that these birds were so large and powerful when they flapped their wings, thunder was created. Hence their name. Uh, lightning flashed out of their eyes. Water fell off their backs, creating rain. The tribes used thunderbirds to explain uh, some of the things that uh, happen naturally, such as storms and other forms of weather. Um, for example, uh, describes the quest of two Native ex- American, two Native Americans, in search of source of thunder high in the mountains. Other stories said there was a thunderbird who battled an enormous killer whale. Uh, when the two beasts fought, they destroyed much of the land, knocking down trees, causing much destruction. Although dangerous and powerful beings, now, although dangerous and powerful beings, thunderbirds were also seen as benevolent natural spirits. And sometimes uh, assisted the tribes in search for food during periods of famine. Um, yeah. Uh, an actual sighting of one of these. Right? Mm. In 1977. Right? That wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Right? Uh, in uh, Lawndale, Illinois, a Thunderbird attack. 
Yeah, so in 1977 in Illinois, uh, a Thunderbird attack was reported by two unidentified birds on a young... Uh, attacked by two un- un- ugh, unidentified birds uh, on a young boy. The attack occurred on July 25th, 1977. The 10-year-old Martin Lowe was playing outside when he was suddenly attacked by two large birds, one of which temporarily picked him up. <laughs> Uh, and carried him over 30 feet before Martin's mother, Ruth Lowe, ran out to her son's rescue, chasing the birds away, recovering her son. Reportedly, several eyewitnesses had seen the attack take place. The birds were described as having a white ring around their necks, a yeah, a four-and-a-half-foot body uh, with each wing approximately four feet long, and six-inch hooked bill and three front claws. Yeah, I think it's huge. Almost like a giant vulture. Yeah. They're the last remnants of a dinosaur. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, so <clears throat> a couple more things about Owlman is... Um, so basically there was sightings back from 1976 till 2011. So it was like recent. Um, what the, the hell? I never heard anything about Owlman anywhere. Yeah, the wingspan. Does he get, get confused with Mothman? No, I mean, it's the same kind of like when you look at pictures of him, it's like similar. Yeah, but when people see Mothman, they see giant red eyes, which... Yeah, crimson, fiery crimson eyes. Yeah, but I mean, if you technically think about it, two giant eyes on an owl makes more sense than a, does a, a moth. Does it? I don't yeah. know what moths look like at close up. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, the wingspan is like ten feet, and he has like a loud hissing noise. Um, and researchers, there's some researchers that say he he's a hoax, but then there's other ones that think that the sorry guys, if I'm butchering this name, the Monan Church that they kind of like see him kind of like chilling is like near the woods, and then there's a cemetery. Um, they think that. It may be laying on a um, ley line, which anybody that doesn't know what a ley line is, basically. Um, These intersecting lines that wrap around the earth, connecting from different points of paranormal activity. And or ancient also, sites, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So, and they think it's like a product of that. Or they also think that occult rituals have been done to kind of conjure this thing up dating back from 1937. So it's kind of like one of the three theories, or like any of those three theories. That's the three main ones that like researchers um, have kind of conjured up about this thing. Hmm. Interesting. I, all right, mm-hmm. um, have a list of like not so well known ones. Right? Okay, yeah, and I'm just gonna go through them real quick. Uh, just because, <laughs> I guess if you are, you're a crypto person, you go like, oh yeah. Anyway, I think I heard I've heard of this one, mm-hmm. the skunk ape. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In Florida, right? Large hairy bipedal mammal is supposed to be inhabited in the southern United States, but is off- often spotted in Florida. It gets its name from an unpleasant odor. It probably smells like shit, uh, which is similar That's- to be rotten eggs and methane. All the reports of the. Uh, creature were most common in the 1960s and 1970s. Sightings still continue today. The most famous one took place in 2000. Um, which I think is just like Florida's Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah. 
let's see. Oh, the Pope Lick Monster mm. in Kentucky. All right. Uh, it's a legendary human goat hybrid. Yeah. Which makes it the devil. Um, has a deformed human torso, goat legs, and a horned head. Like a, basically depicting like a devil. At least yeah. how the devil looked anyway, like all things. Uh, it's said to haunt the railway, the railway trestle over Pope uh, Lick Creek in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, yeah, numerous urban legends exist about the creature's origins. Some stories say the monster is a circus freak who vowed revenge after his mistreatment, while others claim it is a reincarnated farmer who sacrificed goats in exchange for satanic powers. Dang. They kind of sound like Goatman or Goatman's Bridge in Texas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dang. Like, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, this is actually when I was looking up the other day. This is actually near us in South Carolina. Mm. The Lizard Man of uh, Escape or Swamp. Mm. Right? I think, uh, I think Leaving the Bazaar. They had a, a someone wrote in a story about this. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty interesting. He's basically a reptilian humanoid cryptid. He's described as being seven feet tall, bipedal, and having scaly lizard skin. Um, it's said to live in the swamplands of Lee County, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how far that is away from us. Uh, the forest reported sightings of the creature in 1988 when a 17 year old Christopher Davis saw this creature running toward him while he was changing his tire beside the skateboard swamp. Yeah, I remember this story. I was actually. Um, the YouTube video of different cryptos and stuff. It basically, um, he ran a flat tire in mm-hmm. the middle of like the highway and like out of in the middle of nowhere. And it was dark, and he just got done changing his tire, and he heard like this like like weird like thing. And he, what the hell is that? And he saw this giant seven foot tall scaly man looking thing coming after him. So he got in his car, started hauling ass and hitting the gas, and this thing was running beside him. He was keeping up with his car. Jeez. And then eventually jumped on his car. And then he like tried to swerve and get it off. And he eventually hit his brakes and it flew off. He drove away. And he actually, there was damage on his car from this thing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Ooh, excuse me. The Loveland Frog. Mm. Which sounds <laughs> not, 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 not too bad of a cryptid. Um, this is Ohio, mind you. Hey, isn't that a... No? Hmm. Leland Bazaar's stomping ground? I think so. Yeah. Uh, the humanoid creature with the face of a frog. What the hell? What is with these human hybrid half frog, half dog know. people? I don't know. Some of these cryptids <laughs> people just like slap together. Like, oh, he's got a human body and a head of a, a goat or something. You know? Yeah. So, anyway. uh, it's a humanoid creature with the face of a frog that was spotted in Loveland, Ohio in 1955. A uh, businessman said he saw several creatures with green skin, webbed hands, wide mouths squatting underneath a bridge. And one of the creatures reportedly held up a bar-like device that emitted sparks, leaving a strong odor of alfalfa. Oh, I know what that is. It's like the hay. Mm-hmm. And almonds uh, behind. There were no further sightings in Loveland Little Frog until 1972 when police, including Officer Mark Matthews, said they saw a frog-faced man jump over the rail into a little Miami river. Weeks later, a farmer reported seeing the creature riding a bicycle. What? I know. What the fuck? <laughs> and the officer, Mark Matthews, saw the Loveland frog for a second time, this time lying in the road 
and Matthews shot it, shot at it, but it escaped. However, in 2001, Matthews retracted his story, saying it was a monster and it probably just a pet lizard that got too large for its aquarium. All right. <laughs> um. Oh, that's right. The one you were talking about before it was Chessie, mm. right, of Maryland and Virginia. Yeah. They see Loch Ness or Maryland, Virginia's Nessie, called yeah. it Chessie, that Captain Crumb found or got the first sighting of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Frogman one is fucking weird. Yeah, that is weird. And the fact that like someone actually like saw it, like Well, riding a bike? Yeah. <laughs> Was it Kermit? Just- <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, don't shoot at me. Jeez. <laughs> oh yeah. Um Yeah. And I think there's a few cryptid uh, podcasts out there that you guys should check out if you're interested in more cryptids. Yep. Being one of our good friends, uh, Cryptid Chat with Yammy. Yep. Yeah. You check yep. her stuff out. She's always posting stuff on cryptid stuff and like that. Yeah. Um, to reiterate, um, yeah, guys, we're cutting it short. Crypt- <laughs> cryptids is not our, our forte. I'll let you know right now. Yeah. We're more like the ghost stuff. Uh, anything else paranormal. Yeah. But anyway. Um, so to reiterate, as I was saying, I'm not saying that word. I'm, right. I'm tired. excited for next week's episode. Well, before that. Okay. Um, like I was saying, our paranormal team, no quarter paranormal. You can find it, the Instagram, the TikTok, the, uh, Twitter. And, um, well, if you go to the Instagram, you find a link tree to everything. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, yeah, they have Facebook as well. And they have a YouTube channel. But you can go there. You can check out the evidence that we talked about. They caught while we we're there at the Webb uh, Memorial Library. Mm-hmm. Also, if you're in the area and you want to go on these ghost tours, they are putting them on. I don't know when, but I know soon. Yes. Um, I think we're just going to get a good feel of the place first before we start bringing people in. Yeah. Uh, make sure it's not too dark in there. Well, I think I got rid of everything that was dark in there. Mm-hmm. So everyone left behind is wanting to stay and wanting to communicate. So. Um, but yes, next week. The djinn. And other like ghost spirits across the world. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm super excited because I was super uh, intrigued by this. And so am I because I had a dream. About that. About, a, not to say a djinn, but I said, well, it's strange. Let me, let me tell you the dream. Um, my ability... To absorb the energy of the dead through my right hand means evil. In my dream, I was absorbing something, and then I said, someone said, it's a djinn. I was like, oh, I never absorbed something that ancient before. Right? To which I wake up, and my hand's outstretched, as if the djinn was in the room with us. Ew. Right? Let's hope not. Yeah. So, that's why I'm intrigued to learn more about it. So, you know basically what a djinn is, right? Well... I forgot what I think it's Middle Eastern. Mm-hmm. They were I think supposed it's to be from Iraq or Iran. I'm not yeah. sure. There are eleven uh, uh, spirits that people trapped in bottles. I some I mean loosely like a genie or lanterns. Well, the legend around it is that gens were trapped in lanterns or bottles. Um, if you release them uh, in gratitude to releasing them, uh, they would grant you wishes, hmm. which the legend of the genie, the gen, came from. 
there's that. But we'll talk more about that in the uh, the episode. Yeah. Um. As always, guys, you can check out our po- uh, Instagram at Hit in the Shadows Podcast. Um, our, our Twitter at Hit in the Shaw Six. Uh, we have a Facebook. I don't care much for it. Um, our TikTok hitting in the podcast. You don't care too. much for our Facebook thing. We never even go on there. Yeah, we. It's rare, but we're working on it, guys. We're working. No on one's it. Oh. using Facebook anymore. Anyway, uh, you check out our website, hittingtheshadowspodcast.com. Um, there you can see links to a lot of other things, um, our daily blogs and such. As always, guys, we'll catch your widows in the next one. Yes. Thank you.